welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, Payway. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. I am very excited to dive into today's topic. As honestly speaking, I feel like I need this reminder just as much as you probably do. I'm not even going to dive in with any small talk. I'm just going to get straight to it. Because today we are talking all about giving yourself permission to slow down and take away the guilt that comes from doing so. As I shared in the episode before last, I recently tested positive with COVID. Fortunately, I am clear, negative and out of quarantine. I did my time. Uh, And my symptoms during the 10 days were fairly mild. And I wanted to share my experience post-COVID which is something I feel most people don't really talk about or pay attention to. Maybe I was totally oblivious, but I genuinely thought that after the 10 days, I would be bouncing off the walls as I normally am. I imagined I would immerse myself back to routine and get back to real life, only with a whole lot more antibodies. It didn't even cross my mind that the recovery bit of COVID would actually be more taxing, both physically and mentally. I had planned to get back to the gym after coming out of quarantine, but of course, I knew that I would wean myself back into intense workouts as a way to just be precautious. Little did I know that the weaning back into working out would not only be a precautious move from my end, but a necessity. Even if I wanted to hit the gym hard, I physically cannot right now. The way I always keep it real with you on the podcast, I'm going to give you an update of what it's been like post-COVID and the takeaways I've had. And as a result, want to share with you. As I'm recording this, I've been out of quarantine for about five days. As much as it's been nice to get to see friends again, step outside, go to restaurants, incorporate a bit of light movement, I'll be honest, I feel like I am constantly exhausted. The post-COVID fatigue is so real. My sleep has been incredibly deep, and even after sleeping for 10 to 11 hours, I still feel exhausted. Thankfully, I've woken up today feeling slightly more energized, so I'm hoping it's just a matter of a few more days until my energy levels are back to what they used to be, or at least close. For the last 17 or so years, I've been exercising regularly, and so I'd like to think my fitness levels are at a pretty decent level at this point. On the first two days of coming out of quarantine, I went for a walk, which left me feeling like I had completed a marathon. I tried running a bit, but even 30-second intervals left me out of breath. Even though I am making a conscious effort to eat for the sake of energy and recovery, my appetite has been close to zero. My sugar cravings, on the other hand, are through the roof, and most kinds of protein just aren't appealing. I have to literally force myself to make sure I'm eating enough protein. During the first couple of days, 
once I came out of quarantine, I also had this chemical aftertaste that constantly lingered regardless of what I'd eaten. I can't even explain to you how unpleasant it tasted. This was especially unexpected given that my taste buds remained pretty much intact while I had COVID. The only real aversion I had was coffee, but that's pretty normal for me. Whenever I feel slightly under the weather, coffee loses its appeal to me. Thankfully, the weird aftertaste has gone and my love affair with coffee has returned. I felt like a traitor going for tea, but I'm just glad that, okay, at least that weird aftertaste has gone. And so, yeah, things are looking promising, especially as my symptoms while having COVID were very mild. The after effects have left me a bit shocked. I'm not going to lie. I didn't see them coming at all. As much as we think that the worst bit is the quarantining and obviously the symptoms you experience while you are positive, the virus does so much more to our bodies than we realize. And the taxing effects to our immune system lingers long after too. Especially as my symptoms were positive, sorry, while positive were mild, I can't even imagine what people who suffered badly are feeling after they come out of quarantine. And the reason I share this with you is not to scare you. I mean, obviously not. <laughs> Here's the thing is that this pandemic is real. And after two years, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. As much as we must stay precautious, we have got to also live our lives and make the most of what we got. Is it ideal? Obviously not, but does that mean we need to stay confined to our homes out of fear or anxiety? Absolutely not. Some people may disagree with me, but personally, I think living in constant fear has a worse impact on our health than the virus itself. But I mean, that's a whole different topic for another day. Instead, the reason I share this is because so often we walk around with preconceived notions and expectations of how we should be showing up. We place our worth on the amount we are doing and achieving, and in the process, we push ourselves into overdrive to dangerous amounts. And even though deep down we know we shouldn't, the guilt that comes with not being busy and not doing more is way too much to bear. We feel inadequate. We feel like we are letting go of control in our lives. By day three of coming out of quarantine, I had to actually sit down and reevaluate the stories I was telling myself. I made peace with the fact that it's probably going to be a while till I'm back in the gym properly and doing the kinds of high intensity workouts, which I otherwise relish. Even though I used to go for five kilometer walks daily pre-COVID, it's okay to lower the bar right now. Even 20 minutes of walking is something to feel proud of. I let go of the guilt that comes with doing less than I'm used to. The guilt that came from having to take my laptop to bed to work because my body just needed to lie down. In the past, I know I would have gone above and beyond to fight this exhaustion. I would have forced myself to just do something fitness related because God forbid I didn't. I would have felt lazy and unproductive for working from bed on a weekday. I would have felt guilty for saying yes to my friend who messaged me on Monday morning if I wanted to come over for tea that afternoon because I mean, it's a Monday. <laughs> and can you see where I'm going with this? As women, we create all these stories and expectations of what we are meant to be doing and how we should be showing up. And when we fail to level up, we feel guilty, like we aren't enough. Yet in reality, there's nothing to feel guilty about. And we are doing way more than we give ourselves credit for. If we're not careful, this guilt only creates and perpetuates a cycle of toxic inadequacy, which inevitably trickles into every area of our life. 
that guilt only holds us back from living the life we actually want for ourselves. I'm sure I'm not alone when I say that I thrive on living a high-paced life. I like getting stuff done. I love ticking things off my to-do list. I love moving one step closer to the life I want for myself and who I want to be. And there's a lot to be said about being productive. It is important to be driven. I believe we should all have goals that push us out of our comfort zone. I mean, hello. If you are a long-time listener, you know I am the queen of discomfort. I firmly believe that you have got to get out of your comfort zone if you want to see your life change. Yet at the same time, it is so important to realize that sometimes the best thing we can do for ourselves is to chill out and slow down. One of my favorite quotes from Gabby Bernstein is something along the lines of, my life speeds up when I slow down. We have this preconceived notion that the more we do, the quicker our desired results will unfold. Sometimes there's, that is the case, but when that constant action and hustle is only leaving you feeling exhausted, drained, and chaotic, you inevitably push away the very desire you want, whether that is more money, a relationship, more authentic friendships, a more fulfilling career, improved well-being, whatever it is. Remember that all these desires are an extension of who you are embodying, and the version of you who has manifested these desires feels at peace, relaxed, calm, and at ease. She feels expansive and liberated. She feels joyous and abundant. And that's why sometimes the best thing we can do is to slow the F down. Take the energy that goes into all that doing and redirect it inwards. Give yourself permission to slow down. Surrender to your body's needs and requirements. Focus on regulating your nervous system. Because remember that a large chunk of the success, results, and expansion you are after requires adequate rest. Do what it takes to, make you, to help you feel your best. And remember that those moments of pause and slowing down don't take away from your worthiness. In fact, embracing them is what will actually propel you towards where you want to go. It only feels icky and uncomfortable to slow down because of the meaning you are attaching to action. Right now, your mind is equating action with results. Start embracing rest and nervous system regulation as a crucial element of your success, manifesting process, and your happiness overall. And over time, it only becomes easier to do less. The more you do give yourself permission to rest and slow down, and as a result, see the positive impact, the more likely you will continue to prioritize rest in the future. And also from a spiritual level, Remember that you are an extension of the universe. When you surrender to your body's needs rather than fight them in order to stick with what you plan for yourself as a way to make things happen, the energy behind that surrender is incredibly powerful. It is trust. And oh boy, does the universe respond well to trust. On the flip side, when we try to fight our body's needs to rest because it seems like an inconvenience, the energy behind that is my way or the highway. It is control. And that is when the universe ends up taking a backseat and does nothing at all. That's why when we feel blocked and stuck and like nothing is moving, no matter how much we try to do, the best thing we can sometimes do is nothing at all. This last week has been such a reminder that you can live a great life on the outside, but if you're feeling like crap from the inside, there's no way you can fully enjoy the outer stuff. Irrespective, if that crappy feeling stems from fatigue, 
gut issues, anxieties, stress, fears, guilt, whatever it is that is holding you back from feeling your best. You can be in the best of locations, eating in the most glamorous restaurants with the most interesting people, yet your experience of that will undoubtedly be limited when you are not feeling your best. On the flip side, when you do what is required to feel your best, nothing outside of you can take that feeling away. Whether you are in Bora Bora or a freaking supermarket, your experience of life will still be incredibly satisfying and delicious. So whether you are coming off COVID, a particular trauma, a breakup, a job loss, or you're just having a shitty day for no reason in particular, whatever it is that has taken a toll on your nervous system and you as a whole, mentally and or physically, give yourself grace. Give yourself permission to take a time out and rest. Allow yourself to focus on yourself and the way you are feeling rather than constantly try and do more. We are not meant to be on go, go, go mode all the time. The same way nature has seasons which work in perfect harmony, so do our bodies and life overall. There will be periods of hustle, but those need to be equally balanced out with periods of deep rest and recovery. Rest is not optional, even though we sometimes try and fight the urge to or tell ourselves we will once life slows down. Because the reality is, is that there's always going to be something telling you that now is not a good time. Yet eventually, life is going to give you no choice but to rest by force. You know what they say, and by they, <laughs> I mean Oprah, life initially whispers, and if you don't listen, it will yell. So if you can take one thing out of this episode, I hope it is the permission to prioritize yourself and your needs. Allow yourself to take care of yourself. The amount of love and nurturing you constantly dole out to those around you, give it to yourself for a change. And you know what? Let's end with a couple of affirmations. We haven't done this in a while. So repeat after me. When I slow down, my life speeds up. The more I take care of myself, the better I can show up for those around me. I give myself permission to rest. I'll say these again. When I slow down, my life speeds up. The more I take care of myself, the better I can show up for those around me. I give myself permission to rest. All right, friend. Well, I'm sending you love and always, as always, all the best vibes. And go and do something that's going to prioritize your needs and make sure to rest. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.